Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I'm Quinn, your GM. With me today are Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle, and I play Duncan Oliver, the Vox, singular. <laughs> Hannah. Good evening. I am Hannah, and I play Max the Paradox. And Tio. Well, hello. I am Tio. I play the Forgotten Vessel, whose name you should know. It's Claire. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. (laughs) We're going to pick up with Claire. Oh, hello. Claire, we pick up with you having just negotiated a summit with Mina and the council. Praise Praise be. Set for tomorrow at the Sip and Spin Pottery (laughs) Barn. Yep. Yep. That's correct. How did I forget? Uh, This was the neutral location that we came up with. You have been tasked with rounding up your compatriots, Duncan, parentheses, number one, and parentheses. You have one with you who identifies himself as Duncan, but you need Duncan and Max for your sit down with the council. You last left them in the back alley, although I don't Thank know you. if you know what sort of antics they have gotten up to. I don't. What pres- do you do? <laughs> I don't <laughs> presume I would. Where am I again? Your conversation with Mina was taking place in the short distance between WSOM and Normal Brewing Company. Perfect. Okay, yes. I'm going to go into Normal Brewing and go up to the bar. Giant Jeremy Dunlap leans in from his enormous perch outside. He's got like a throne, basically, but Mm -hmm. he leans in to serve you. Hey, Claire, what can I do for you? Hey, I'm not here for my regular. You can put the cucumber Sasquatch serum away for now. But I told uh, you 100 times I'm not going to put that in the beer here. This is a normal establishment. (laughs) You know what? I got to pick my battles. Today is not the day. Water, yeast. Some would argue that Sasquatch serum is a derivative of hops. I'd like to meet those people. You know what? One of these days, I'll put you in touch with my supplier. Ominous. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a threat? Jeremy, if I was threatening you, you would know. We've been through this. We can't have the same conversation every time. Okay. You're right. Yes, yes. What I came here about is, is not related to your establishment per se. It's more that I need to get a message to some people. And I like write on like a bar napkin or something the names of folks who I'm looking for. And I look around in each direction. I go like, happen to know where they're at or know how I can get this message to them? Duncan ran in here about 30 minutes ago, pursued by a a hive of red tape tendrils. We beat him back, but he ran into the bathroom and I haven't seen him since. I I think he might be under the weather. (laughs) Yeah, he gets like that. He can't stop drinking dirty pond water. Keep telling him. I keep telling him to drink the beer here instead, but he just likes that natural mineral taste, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a joke for dog owners everywhere. If you're do- if, if you have it's a dog fever, and they fever. they haven't yep. had Giardia yet, uh, wait. Just wait. They will. <laughs> they will. Okay. So I like point to Max's name on the sheet, like, and uh. Yeah, I I haven't seen her. I give Jeremy a, a respectful nod, and I walk into the bathroom. Claire, you walk into the bathroom of normal brewing. It looks like a third of it has sort of disappeared in a semicircular convex appearance. Like it just doesn't exist, including the toilet, which I think you know was the exit of Jackie's secret 
passageway from the back alley. Okay. And I think you can also see the floor here is littered with film, like thin strips of film that are a red chrome rust color that look like they've been like severed artificially, not burned or destroyed or even torn, but like cut cleanly. Hmm. What do you mean you don't have cucumber water? You did this morning. I've never had cucumber. Hey, Claire was looking for it. What? Hey, Claire. 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 Here, I found him. Claire. I think you're right. I think he's going to go. I'll get her. Hey, Claire. Ah, yes. Uh, Did you walk into the bathroom? Yeah, I can find you. I think Jeremy wants to talk to you. No, I think he thinks that you're not you. What? Don't worry about it. It's going to happen a lot. We need to find the you that's in this universe, the one that I know, the one that honestly is not as um, evolved as you are in your consumption habits. I mean, I'm right here, man. I'm in this universe. <sighs> I'm fully Something's present. never change. Okay. <laughs> yes, I see that. What, what do you make of this? And I gesture. To the toilet? <laughs> To, well, well, the toilet's the, not there anymore. Oh, it got blasted. That's right. Yeah. To the chopped up It things. got blasted with the no-tato cannon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gnarly. Someone had a real bad case of something in here, huh? I mean, about the passageway. Passageway. Now you're getting far out. I think Claire literally hits her head against one of the <laughs> bathroom stall doors <laughs> and just like groans. Claire, if you would like to give me a roll to assess reality, yeah, you're welcome okay. to. <laughs> I think she's just like <laughs> assess my reality, man. I pick up one of the little severed red tendrils. Claire, things. Claire has never missed her Max and Duncan quite as much as right now. <laughs> Yeah, you've got. Oh the my god! Big one eighty on Dankin. Kyle, look what I rolled. Oh my god! <laughs> I rolled a one and a two. Yeah, um, I just start. Dankin just starts talking your ear off about like well, the metaphysics about like real bad gas and terrible toilet times. That is a three. There's no. There's yeah. no making that better. That's a three. So Claire, I don't think you. There's this one time. New. Oh my god! I had this gnarly sausage, <laughs> or, or rather, I should say, I had like four of them. I put in it my noise canceling headphones. I just kind of like kept Quinn. eating. And <laughs> uh, you don't notice anything new or particularly useful in your investigation. But what does happen is you and Dankin pace around this room, and in doing so, you brush your feet through several of these severed film strips. And as you brush past them, you see and feel some of them, like, wriggle, as though there's a bit of life left in them. Okay, I'm Can gonna... I pick one up? Yeah, oh, I was yeah, say... You... I mean, we could both pick one up, right? There's multiple. Yeah. Yeah. You both pick one up. Just uh, like. And you notice that it is moving of its own accord. We pick up the same one. (laughs) Oh, are you going to try to rom-com this? This Duncan has a uh, rom-com crush on Claire. (laughs) Well, Claire is a celebrity to this Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, you can decide for yourselves if they pick up the same one or different ones. But (laughs) you both touch this film strip and it wriggles a bit in your hands. It's thin and filmy, but it moves of its own accord. Can I try to look through it at a light? We both have the same idea at the same time. Yeah, we (gasps) get shoulder to shoulder and we hold the same film strip we're holding up to the light. Yes, that's exactly what happens. (laughs) Yeah, you look through it and your vision is tinged a rust-colored sepia, and all of the light seems much dimmer, and you can hear the faint sound of 
jazz coming from somewhere. And you swear that outside, it wasn't raining before, but you, you swear it is now as you look through this film strip. Far out. Mm. How many little like strips are on the ground? How, how many are there? Two dozen of varying lengths. And I see the same thing through all of them. Or yes. if, if I, okay. I'm going to pocket them. I eat one. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Claire looks at you perplexed. Uh, I mean, it doesn't stop moving in your tummy and it feels distinctly unpleasant. Far out. Uh, I'm going to do something that Claire has never done before. Okay. Claire is going to put her hair up. <gasps> okay. Using one of the film strips as a bow. <laughs> okay. Okay. This will come in handy later. Intimidating. Possibly. No one has ever seen Claire with her hair. Like, it's Claire may attempt to pretend to be a different Claire. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, You you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Great. To that end, Claire also swaps jackets with, is it Dankin? Yeah, man. Dankin. Great. Here, have you my... wear my jacket? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's n- Again, Claire looks nothing like she normally... She's Claire, clearly, but looks very strange and odd. Cool. Okay. Yeah, when you wear Dankin's jacket, it's got some kind of weird-shaped lumps in the pockets. <laughs> mm, yeah, they not crinkle gonna... a little bit when... They crinkle, they crinkle a little bit and squish. I am not yeah. putting my hands in those pockets right. whatsoever. <laughs> There's absolutely no way that's happening. So, Claire, even with your miss, what you can surmise is that something happened to this entrance to the back alley. Yeah. It is no longer functional or possibly even existent. Okay, got it. And if if the thing is that I can't know this, fine. But if I'm interpreting correctly, looking through the film, it's almost like looking into a different version, a different a parallel somewhere. It's more like somewhere has taken on a distinctly noir appearance. Ah. It's like adding a filter to current somewhere rather than looking at it. Yeah, you have a noir filter. Mm. Uh, Okay, all right. I really need Duncan and Max. I can't really show up. If I show up at the... The sip and spin? Yeah, without them, that's going to be a problem. Um, Hey, I'm here. Yeah, Claire is saying this out loud (laughs) because in her mind... Dankin does not count as another human to talk to, so she's just speaking to the air. Wow. Yeah, he's a fan. You have to separate. Wait, did you say you need to get to the back alley? Yes. Far out. I live there. (laughs) How do you get to the back alley? Well, honestly, you kind of end up there if you wander around long enough. Mm. But I'll tell you, there's this great spot by the skate park. Okay. Claire makes a mental note that she did not know there was a skate park. <laughs> That's true. You didn't pursue the bus through the mm-hmm. Sweet Flip skate park, so yeah. it's possible Claire's never been there. Why would Claire ever go there? <laughs> true. It's the antithesis of everything that is Claire. Yeah, which again, if she's going to pretend to be a different Claire, oh boy. <laughs> this is suddenly going to the skate park makes you think of that like, hello, fellow teens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Um, Okay, I'll follow Duncan to the skate park. I think while we do that, Claire is going to try to shoot off some sploots to Max and Duncan just on the off chance that they see them somehow. And it just says like, made a deal with the devil in quotes, need you to come along, bring grippy. And then we'll, we'll roam over to the skate park, I guess. You head through town, make your way down Main Street, head through the uh, City Hall Park. (laughs) 
I'm surprised that's not the reference every time because I'm incapable of describing travel in any other way aside from making your way. It's, <laughs> it's my preferred idiom. Uh, and you arrive at the Sweet Flips skate park. Uh, okay. I've been talking about birds the whole time. Dankin saw like a crow on the walk and he's just been talking about bird calls the whole time. Claire has one of her products in, which is, you know how there's like noise canceling headphones that let you listen better to what you have playing? Mm -hmm. These are dialogue canceling headphones. So they let you (laughs) only listen to your surroundings and not the person in front of you talking. What's your dialogue canceling headphones called? Don't a log. Don't a log. Don't a log is very good. Oh my God. Inspired. (laughs) Are you stuck in a terrible conversation, but you have nowhere else to go? Don't a log. Don't a log. Don't a log. How badly I want those. Conversation canceling headphones. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Very Uh, good. Dankin, where is this entrance that you know? All right, Claire? 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 Yes. <laughs> Claire. I look at you. I nod. Anyways, so as I was saying about the Tawny Barn Owl, their habitats are actually surprisingly urban. Oh, uh, we're here. Okay. Uh so here you just gotta see this tree over here? Yes. It's a little smaller than I remember, but it's the one. So mm-hmm. okay, come here and he sits down under the tree and he pats the ground. Okay, you just gotta sit down here. Okay. As you're explaining this, you hear the faint purr of an electric motor. Mm. Weird. Anyways, so sit down here by the tree. And <laughs> mm. and coming up over one of the ramps on an electric bicycle is a suited man with a CCTV camera for a head <laughs> and a mass of rust red film strips erupting like Medusa hair sailing towards you. Him riding an electric bicycle is very funny. Uh, do I recognize <laughs> yeah. this as Stafford? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. You know, something's wrong or different, depending on how you want to look at it, but it's definitely Stafford. Whoa, far out. Do you know this cat? Stafford! Knock, knock. Who's there? Um, (laughs) He lands on the bike and then comes to like a skidding stop in front of you. And... Claire does not clap. The massive film starts lurching forward towards Dankin. What do you do? (laughs) I mean, Dankin, are you going to do anything first? <laughs> what does Dankin do? He's chilling by the tree. Is, <laughs> so. is Dankin alarmed at all? A little bit, but he's been grabbed before today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. He kind of swats at them like, whoa, what the? This is your ward. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds me. like. I stand in front of, I stand in between them, essentially. I stand in front of Dankin, in between, and I'm like, Stafford. Stand down, citizen. Stand. I don't. This is my collar. I don't get the it. Biggest of my career. Claire, I don't I'm, get it. Duncan, sit down quietly, and if I say run, you run. Do you understand? Go. When I say go, you go to the place we've been trying to go. Understand? I, I lean back against the tree and close my eyes. Okay. Is that how you get into it? <laughs> You take a nap under the tree. I just start snoozing on the side of the tree. Jesus Christ. Okay. Or I try to. Takes a second. But to to Stafford, I'm, yeah, to Stafford, I'm going to say, I'm not your Claire. I mean, yeah, obviously we're not like a thing. (laughs) And for the second time today, Claire slams her head against something. Relationships don't make possession. Like, you wouldn't be mine even if we were together. (laughs) 
I think I think just, just pop the headphones on and walk away. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> the world can do whatever it wants. Um, I think Claire literally like buries her head in her hands for a second, comes back up and goes, "Yes, agreed. I mean, I am a Claire from this world. You are not the Stafford of this world. You need yes, to stand down." Claire kind of looks at him, shakes her head, and says. Does everything here look like your world normally looks? He's not going anywhere. He's asleep. Take a look around. You got a sec. Why don't you give me a goad roll? Okay. Because Stafford is not after or interested in you. And you're, you're, I mean, you might be trying to persuade him, but really the effect is to capture his attention. So yeah. give me a goad. Okay. That's going to be an eight. On a seven to nine, choose one. They react irrationally. They commit significant resources. They overlook your allies or they overplay their hand. They overlook your, my allies. I think Stafford looks around. I mean, this city, the city isn't what it used to be. The scum and riffraff coming out of the gutters and the sewers. With the council's ascendance, I think we'll see less grime and grit. And and just like starts going on and on. And <laughs> yeah, by the time he's about done, city. you glance over your shoulder and Dankin's gone. Like he's gone. <laughs> yeah. She whooped into the tree. Great. And when he comes to it, he's like, wait, where did he go? What did what happened? Where did he go? I think he went that way and I point Hoodwink. directly across. Hoodwink. <laughs> <laughs> You have an unfathomable for this, though, right? I do. True. Ha! Just chaos all over Just the place. Just chaos, baby. Yeah. All right. Social chaos. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Oh, that's a 10. <laughs> okay. On a 10 plus, they are fooled, at least for the time being. Stafford, like, whips his head and all of the chrome film tendrils whip with it. And he takes off the direction that you were pointing on his e-bike. Awesome. So silly. Uh, Claire did have her dontologs clicked on during that entire soliloquy that Stafford had. Yeah, I mean, that's why we didn't hear it. Yeah, yeah exactly. She's going to lay down at the tree and also attempt to take a nap. Okay. She figures that's and what happened. And after, mm-hmm. you're not sure how much time, because your consciousness becomes a little fuzzy as the tree embraces you, but mm. after a few short moments, you find yourself resting against a similar but distinct looking tree just on the edge of the back alley market. Duncan is asleep next to you. I wake him up. <laughs> Duncan! <laughs> Duncan! Hold off. I, hold on. I put a, a finger in his ear. Oh, God. Wah. Ha. Fastest way to wake someone up. Oh, hey, Claire. Is it? It's most efficient. Especially when you have my nails. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ah, my brain. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Claire, you immediately notice that the bus is parked in the middle of the market. I'm going to go straight to it. That seems like a weird thing. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) What else today? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You head over to the bus and there doesn't appear to be anyone on it. It, ju- it just is parked there somewhat haphazardly. <laughs> Duncan and Max, at this point, I think one or both of you probably see Claire and Duncan in the back alley market from your vantage in Jackie's stall. Okay, do I Psst. remember that this is Duncan and not Deacon? I don't think we've met Duncan. I don't think no. I've met Duncan yet. He definitely looks, he does not look like Deacon. Yeah, no. it looks very different. But he does look like Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> it's Duncan in uh Kyle, how did we describe the attire? He's got purple glass it's a lot like Duncan, but I think maybe his jacket has like 
a fringe. <laughs> He's got like purple glasses and socks and sandals. There we go. Okay, incredible. The two of you no, see... No, just sandals. <laughs> just sandals. There's Love another it. guy. <laughs> the two of you see Claire with seemingly another Double Duncan. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, oh, absurd. Yeah, Christ. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, glob. <laughs> Sorry, just the idea of absurdia Christ. Absurdia Christ. Oh, absurd Christ. <laughs> Throw a little pebble. Claire! Oh, my goodness. I whip my head around. Do I see you? Yeah, I'm waving from like from a hiding point behind the bead curtain of Jack. Okay, I, I go. Duncan's arm is poking out from a bead curtain. Except it's a pool cracking curtain. Except it's a pool cracking curtain. Yes. I go, oh, thank God. And I run over. And I immediately <laughs> hug you very tightly and you're very confused. Well, oh, Claire, is everything okay? <sighs> you don't know what you have until it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> from behind claire wh- hey wait up <sighs> i literally i literally try to hide uh behind duncan it's like have you met duncan and i like try to shove you in duncan's direction good absurd god another one and duncan you come face to face with yourself slightly different hey hey i like your hair uh-huh <laughs> Claire, where did he come from? <laughs> and he I wave up in the, the air. Yeah. He doesn't have like a bazooka or anything, right? God, no. If only. Dankin walks in and just starts touching everything in Jackie's store. Of course. Hey. Hey. Not this a, a, wait. Another one? This is some cool stuff. If you break it, you buy it. <laughs> All right. I won't break it. I'm here to tell you there is no way that this version of Duncan has anything remotely resembling currency. <laughs> Hey, speaking of broken, what the hell happened to your laundry machine? Uh, (laughs) It's a touchy subject. Do I see Max as well? I don't know. Max, are you still hiding in the grandfather clock? Well, I think I hear the dulcet tones of Dankin. (laughs) Jesus. Starts saying, I got the whole world in his hands. I poke my head out and I'm like, it's not not Deacon, right? It's not. Dankin sees you and goes, Traveler. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no this one's like significantly less interesting. I've been deep undercover. I don't know about that. I could, well, I could use less interesting. Oh, well is then. Less, is he less murderous? Is he yes. Does he have fewer hey. weird traps? Did you not hear my whole thesis on <sighs> barn owls? Because I think that's a very interesting topic. If you think if you think about it, like, have you ever just like sat and watched a bird, like for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours? <laughs> Claire turns her down to logs back on again. <laughs> All right. Okay. So there, now we have three versions of Duncan: Duncan, Deacon, and what was your name again? My name's Duncan, Duncan. Max. You've known me forever. Duncan. Oh. No, the other one. <laughs> he said Duncan. Hey, Duncan. Hold this for me for a second. Uh, give him the DS. Whoa. Okay, so it's it's Yo, it's got, okay. it's got Pokemon on it. Duncan's et al. I have an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> they both turn to you at the same time. Jesus. <laughs> this feels like the Buffy episode where there's two Xanders. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> 
how do I want to put this? I have brokered a peace summit with Mina mm-hmm. at that place where you get your hands all yucky with the clay business. Sip and spin. Yes, that oh, one. Oh, the pottery place. Sure. Yep. I've been meaning to go. I feel like I haven't gotten anybody in my life a present. And uh, I've got a lot of creative energy that's like just coursing through my veins now mm. that I've discovered who I really am inside. And pottery sounds great. Sure, sure. This, I think, will be a little less on the pottery making and a little more on the trying to save the world business. But I'm sure you can throw something on the wheel while you're there. Good. I keep trying to do interviews there, but the microphones keep getting all sticky. Uh, That seems like (laughs) a very obvious problem. I don't know if it's the clay or the wine or maybe both. But anyways, yeah, save the world. Sounds great. Yes. Yeah. So the pottery part, I can't believe I'm saying this. We need to focus, people. (laughs) The pottery part, we can take it or leave it, right? But Mina will be there. I would like to take it. Go right ahead. Yes. Uh, Mina will be there. We all need to also be there. Mm. That is the agreement we have made. Now, Um. I'm willing to lie, I don't think we need to follow the rules exactly, but we should all be in the vicinity and prepared if not actually coming into the building. This seems like one of those like almost like a hostage trade-esque situations. Yeah, I bumped into Mina today and she tried to kidnap me. Yes, this was pre-summit. Uh huh. My read is that Mina is... And Quinn, this is actually just a reminder of what prompted Mina to agree to this meeting. It was Duncan. Oh, and spe- <laughs> like Ooh, right. specifically oh, good. that Duncan seemed to have no idea what was, what was going on, and also identified his radio station as KSOM. Oh, right. I was like, oh, you're way out of your depth, and oh. we should work together. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I kind of I relay that story to the group, and I'm like, uh, also KSOM. That's absurd. <laughs> You can take it up with Duncan. Mina's calculations might have changed a bit. It's still Mina. But I do think that we need to all be in on this and agree on a plan. We should ma- We should maybe plan. God, mm. what has the world come to? <laughs> this is why we need to figure this shit out so we can go back to the days where I'm just selling you all incredibly overpriced river water and I don't have to plan how to save the world. It's overpriced? It's from the river? let's focus on the main prize duncan as you and duncan are standing next to each other and start talking about the names of your radio stations you start to feel like you're not sure if it's feedback or reverberance or resonance but there's some sort of like how to describe it it's on the precipice between auditory and physical like a bass reverb Mm -hmm. you start to feel that And Duncan looks at you a bit quizzically. Hey, man, you got kind of a strange vibe. Yeah, you do too. Me, you. There's been some weird stuff happening here. Max? Yeah? Did you get a vibe from your other yous? Like Like a vibration even? I don't know. I don't think I've ever touched any of the other or tried to touch any of the other Maxes. Like, like, watch this. Duncan, high five. So, a couple things. One, Duncan, when you high five Duncan, that reverb peaks. Mm. And your hands merge together and then bounce back out. 
Well, kind of like if you pushed well. two magnetic Play-Doh blobs together, <laughs> like they try to form, but then they push back out. Mm-hmm. Max, to your question, you have interacted physically with Elodie before, mm-hmm. uh, although it hasn't always gone perfectly. And then you did physically run into the version of you that you hadn't seen previously, the Matrix black leather semi-cyberpunk version right. with the Cloudbuster sword. Like you, you physically ran into her. And what happened when I ran into her? It was almost like two different versions of the back alley appeared simultaneously and then resolved themselves. Okay. So, uh, no, not quite like that. Uh, you know, it was an experience. I don't know that we're really supposed to be, like, touching the other versions of us you see all that much. Duncan and Dakin, like a mirror images, both stare at their hand and turn it around at the same time. <laughs> Claire, couple couple of things, Claire. What time are we meeting, Mina? Um, Quinn, what time are we? I don't know if we set a time, so let's just say dawn. <laughs> that sounds oh, right. Okay. Yes. All right. So then, should we go there now? Here's what I'm thinking. If I were Mina, I would be like, "Oh, we're meeting at dawn. I should get there early and stake out the joint." So maybe we should go like now. I I agree. We should definitely. We should certainly not be on time. Whether yep. we're early or late, uh, <laughs> power moves either way, but not on time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never show up to a business dealing on time. That's number four in my book, if you had picked it up. I did not, no. Mm, okay, but I think we might want to just establish like a couple of quick ground rules. For instance, are you all coming in with me? Are we going to try to dress up or swap the Duncans? We got two of them. We can do something with that. Do we want to have an escape hatch and a place to meet up if you all need to run? No. Are you asking Those seem us like to good plan? questions to me. Yes. <laughs> Are we going to plan? Is Max, this what, is listen this to me very carefully. And Claire uh-huh. puts her hands on either side of Max's head, cradling Max's ears. So help me God, if you leave me alone with Duncan again, <laughs> I will murder him. We need a plan. And that plan needs to be executed so that I am not alone with him. Claire, I got an idea. What if I pretend to be the other Duncan? Yes, that's being discussed. I want him to be at all of our parties. I want to hear more about the bar now. Jackie is laughing her ass off. I like him. I don't want him to go away. I mean, not as much as I like Duncan. Let's be clear. Yeah. Let's be hey. clear, Duncan. You're number. You are the number one, Duncan. Not feeling like it. But he's like fun. It. He's got a fun energy. He's uh. <laughs> so what's the plan? Okay. Hey man. So I think we need a flashlight murder, and Let's some go. snacks. Okay. <laughs> Duncan. I've been re-listening to old episodes of Monster House. <laughs> Duncans? Yeah, yeah. Care care to contribute to the conversation? Yeah, hey, check this out. Uh, we swap glasses. Eh? Now Duncan, okay. You say hello, I'm Duncan Oliver from WSOM. Oh, uh, hey, I'm a I'm da- I'm Dank Duncan uh, I'm Duncan Oliver from what from Wasam. Okay. Uncanny. Well, it's a worker. Listen. Uncanny. Maybe du- maybe he doesn't speak. 
Duncan, looking through Duncan's glasses, you notice subtle differences, like little flickers of things that like look out of place, but then when you stare more closely at them, they resolve themselves. Mm. And when Duncan says the like radio intro for WSOM, it's overlaid almost with a strange whisper that is oddly familiar. Furrow brow. Take glasses off. Put glasses back on. Take glasses off. Fascinating. Hmm. Uh, right. Claire, I think, I mean, things have changed, obviously, with a little thumb gesture to Duncan, uh-huh. who's probably going through similar things look different and resolve themselves, but through Duncan's glasses. And so he's back to touching everything in Jackie's shop. Sure. Yes. We might have a bit of an upper hand here. It sounds like Mina knows more than we do about the situation, but I agree with the need for an escape route. This could still just also be a trap. So do all three of you want to walk in with me and we plan a way for you all to escape? Or do we want to bring Duncan in, posing as Duncan, or just as Duncan? No Dankin? offense. Yes. I don't think Duncan can pull off this uh, level of subterfuge that you've got um, planned here. Yeah, I kind of agree. Fair, I feel like Duncan's more of a... Yeah. I mean, I don't want him to hear, but I think he might be more of a hindrance to any sort of spycraft plan. Right. So I like him. I'm well, happy to, can... well, happy's the wrong word. I'm willing to babysit him for you. Okay. He starts poking the tiny soldiers. My thought Whoa, is- Oh, little dudes. The tiny soldiers begin surrounding him in formation. Rad. Uh, you can see several of them have net guns and harpoons and are preparing to like bring him down King Kong style. It's incredible. <laughs> he salutes uh, them. <laughs> Grippy is still there, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Jackie was watching Grippy and C-Mac. Awesome. Jackie's our babysitter. <laughs> Uh, here's an idea. What if we have Grippy outside in a secure location, and if you need to skedaddle quickly, you hop on? Ooh, I like that idea. I like that, too. You okay with that, Grippy? It looks like you're trying to make a contingency plan. I can help with that. Yes. Yes, you can, Grippy, and I feed (laughs) Grippy some of the film to staple together. Ka-chunk, chunk, 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 just destroys it. Great. Perfect. So are you all going to come in with me or should I go in and say you're all nearby, but for obvious reasons, not walking in? I think we're able to. Mina did pretty specifically request all three of them. Yeah, I think. Not that you have to do that, but. I mean, if I say like, hey, yeah, Max and Duncan are here and aware of this meeting, they're just not walking into the building until we know what's up. I think that's still with good faith. Like, just wanted to make sure that things mm-hmm. are looking good and I will bring them in. I think that's totally fair. That's like, yes. do I have the money? Let's see the money yeah. before we show you the goods. That sounds good to me. I still think you all should be disguised somehow for the trip to the pottery place, just in case. Like, yeah, just absolutely. in case. Can we maybe make another umbrella? Or did, did Max have an umbrella? Or was it just uh... Duncan had one? I think there's a spare. Okay. 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 So we can huddle under an umbrella. I like that. Okay. What do we think that Mina's going to... Is Mina just concerned and looking for information? These kind of all-powerful beings are a little bit like uh, what I imagine parents are. You think of them as parents with all the answers, and then there's that one day where something happens where you remember that they're people, and that sometimes they mess up, or they're scared, or they don't know what to do, but they fake it till they make it. I imagine City Council is the same. I think that we might have caught them at a vulnerable moment where they are a bit startled and alarmed as well. And that might 
give us the opening we need to approach them as peers and potentially find an amicable solution to our joint problem of what is happening to somewhere. Information exchange. Or budding tenuous alliance of some sort. Collaboration of intellectuals. Oh, here's a thought, Max. Yes. This might be difficult to ask, but you may want to consider not bringing the time reserve to this meeting. <gasps> oh, yes. Imagine city council getting their hands on that. They may be promised our safety, mm -hmm. but not our belongings. Yes. Mina Jackie? did specifically say you didn't have to bring the time reserve. Jackie? You probably should. Where do I put it? Where do I put it that's going to be safe? Hey, you guys talking about a time reserve? Yes, Dankin. You guys yes. still got one of those? Dank Dankin, what, what man, happened to yours? I thought that was lost long ago, man. What happened in your world what? with it? I don't know. Some big announcement said, Time reserve has gone missing. <laughs> 100 pog reward for its safe return to City Hall. So, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know where it went, man, but everything kind of slowed down. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Max, can I hold the metronome for you? Where? Yes, I want to put it somewhere safe. I can take care of it. Okay, where? where? Like, not that I don't trust you, Jackie, but this is my, my most precious position, and I want to know where it is going to go. We're going to the pool. No one will fuck with us there. Except the actual pool? It'll try to fuck with us, won't it? I have an idea for that. The heart of the Kraken that you recovered from unlicensing, I think we might be able to put it to use. Is that like a artichoke heart kind of thing? <laughs> oh, I'm starving. <laughs> Hey folks, Quinn here. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 36 of Monster Hour Absurdia, and thank you to your transdimensional doppelganger for tuning in as well. As always, I want to thank everyone who's been helping spread the word about the show by leaving us a rating or interview, giving us a shout on social media, and recommending the show to a friend. As we continue to welcome quite a few new listeners this month, it seems like a good time to remind folks that we have a Discord channel. If you want to chat with us and other folks about the show, discuss theories, share fan art, all that good stuff, there's a link in the show notes that will take you straight there. A special shout-out this week to the newest members of WSOM's Eternal Pledge Drive, Nat, Jupiter Huckle, and Anne L. A huge thank you to all of our patrons for helping make the show possible through the support of our wonderful editor, Ian, and making the show more accessible by adding transcripts to our episodes. We are very excited to now have transcripts for the full first arc of Season 1 available on our website and in the show notes for each episode. If you want to support these efforts and the show in general, you can head to patreon.com slash monsterhour or follow the link in the show notes. Our transcription efforts are also supported by 100% of the proceeds from our sponsors, which this episode is Many Worlds Tavern. Take it away, Kyle. Hello, listeners. Kyle here with a quick message about drinks. How many times have you settled in for that board game night or gathered around a table with friends, prepped for an adventure, and just needed that one perfect cup of tea to set the mood, invigorate your spirit, or settle your stomach for battle. Well, in collaboration with our friends over at Storyteller Squad, we are bringing you Many Worlds Tavern, the coffee and tea company for the tabletop. I recently had the pleasure of sampling some of their fine brews and can't wait to tell you about them. 
First and foremost, I am a coffee drinker, and I can't recommend their Homely House Comfort Blend highly enough. It is a medium roasted blend that is just fabulous in the morning or after second breakfasts. Sometimes, though, I need something a little more invigorating to get my mind ready for the absurdities of somewhere. And for that, I love the Morning Mist's tea. It is a simple, rich black tea, perfect for starting new arcs or adventures, or having that contemplative rest with a trusted companion. Finally, and honestly my favorite, is the Sacred Spring Herbal Tea. I love, love, love a warm herbal tea in the evenings, but have to keep myself away from caffeine. And this cinnamon hibiscus plum blend is a delight to the senses from the moment you open the bag and take in your first big sniff. They have so many delicious offerings on their website, manyworldstavern.com, as well as a newsletter that comes with a free D&D adventure. Each bag is also beautifully decorated by talented artists. I'd recommend you check out their Treasured Realm Single Origin Coffee subscription uh, if you're also interested in free dice, <laughs> like I always am. If anything I said uh, tickles your fancy, go ahead and put in the code MHOUR at checkout. That's M-H-O-U-R at checkout, and tell them Duncan sent you. As I mentioned earlier, we've collaborated with our friends at Storyteller Squad and are honored to be a part of their Expanded Universe episodes. You can find myself and the rest of the Monster Hour crew on the episode titled Zeke the Monster. And fair warning, it's cute as hell. You can find that episode and the rest of Storyteller Squad over at storytellersquad.captivate.fm or wherever you get your podcasts. That's all we have for you this week, dear listeners. Tune in November 28th for the next broadcast of WSOM Radio Somewhere. We open on Main Street outside of the Sip and Spin Pottery Barn. Claire, as you approach, you see that there are five black columns descending downward from the sky, seemingly piercing through the roof of the building, and the moon hangs in the sky staring down at you. I blow the moon a kiss. <laughs> it stares down at you impassively. Fine. What do you Classic do? Classic moon. I say, like, can't win them all, and then I walk in. As you approach the door, you hear a psst, psst, from one of the topiary displays next to the building. I lean in. Y yes. A face <gasps> emerges from the topiary display. Oh, boy. It's going to be Walker, isn't it? Hey, Claire. <sighs> hey, yourself. <laughs> Where have you been, and what did you get me into? Movement is a little tricky right now. You know, with the... The all-seeing eye. I'm aware. And you see two hands, like, push out and do jazz hands. <laughs> uh, but the hands are made of leaves. I pull out a mirror that folds out into, like, mm -hmm. a full-length mirror. And I stand it right there so that it looks like I'm just looking at myself in the mirror while I stand here to talk to Walker. Mm, very clever. I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone would believe Claire is that vain that she like wants to do like a three. Yeah, I'm not even gonna make you yeah. roll. <laughs> seems appropriate. Anyway, yeah, go on. Okay. Not even hooting. You had the mirror out already. <laughs> so this is a really interesting development. I gotta say, Claire, I'm I'm you've done a really good job here. Well, I'm working with what I got. And it hasn't been you lately. Like I said, things have been a little bit tricky, but I'm here with some good news. Mm-hmm. The situation that you have produced is, how do you say, good? Very good. 
The council has taken their eye off the ball. It's time. Time for what? Time to go to the well. <gasps> hmm. And what happens if I do? What we've always dreamed of, Claire. What we've been working towards. What have you always dreamed of? What have you always been working <laughs> towards? It's Rudy's time to shine. And what do I get out of it? Transcendence? Fulfillment? Life's goal? Purpose? Power? You know, th those things humans like. What kind of power? <laughs> All of it. The kind of power to keep somewhere exactly as it is? The kind of power to keep my friends safe? Yeah, I mean, if that's what you want. I should rephrase that. Sure. The kind of power to keep my friends happy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they like trees, right? Nature. <laughs> trees. 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 Nature. Trees. Nature. Trees. Nature. Trees. The old ways. Trees. The past. <laughs> Reverie. Nostalgia. Good old days. You know. Mm -hmm. And what do you- Just Rudy stuff. What do you get out of it, Walker? What kind of power are you looking for? Well, I return to the earth. I become one with the verdancy. Which is what you want. Yes. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Okay. Thanks for the info. Nice to see you. I start packing up the mirror. Claire, go ahead and read me your entropic soul move, please. Oh. The second part specifically. Oh, boy. <laughs> the fractures you gain are fissures from which the vestiges of entropic horror seep through. The ceaseless whispers, a.k.a. the GM, may ask you to do dangerous or hurtful things in line with the darker aspects of your fractures. If you refuse, mark one vestige. One of your fractures is Rudy Fomo, is it not? Yes, it is. <laughs> are you refusing? By refusing, you mean not going straight to the well? Yes. Walker is asking you to go to the well now. Right now. Yes. Then, yeah. The council is distracted. I see. Well, now you have to go to the well. Well uh, now. Well now. Uh, well now. Well now, now well. <laughs> as the old saying goes, as the well, prophecy now, says. Well now, well, comma, now. Yep. Well now, <laughs> dot, 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 well, comma, now, period. <laughs> yeah, I'm refusing. Yeah. Okay. I'm marking that final. That's oh, not my final vet. I got one more. <laughs> I was going to say. I got one more. Final one, you're disappearing anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm packing up the mirror. I turn to Walker and I go, I appreciate what you're doing here, but I'm more interested in it being Claire time. So I'm going to go ahead and pass for now. Might change my mind later, though. Huh. Thanks. Bye. And I blow a kiss and walk <laughs> inside. <laughs> And the face and hands disappear back into the topiary. Okay. And I hope that was clear. Like what Clara was saying was that she's not saying she's aligned with the council. She's also not saying that she's not aligned. She's basically like, cool, I'm going to hear everyone's offers mm -hmm. and then decide what is best for what I want. Yeah. 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 Sure. You do still have to mark that. Yeah. Message, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Understood. Yeah. Claire, you open the door to the sip and spin pottery barn. It is... An actual barn. Yes. <laughs> it has been hollowed out. The stalls have been removed. And in their place are benches with pottery wheels and lumps of clay. 
It is dimly lit, primarily by sconces and chandeliers. There's no, like, hard light. It's all soft light. And there's clearly a place where there should be an instructor, but there is not one. So instead, there's just two rows of benches facing one another. And on one side, the benches are empty. And on the other side sits Mina and the recorder and the head librarian. Mina, 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 what it do? You hear a low hiss from the head librarian. I... And Mina immediately holds out her hand. Oh, well, that's new. I think as Claire was walking in, she took a plate and started spinning it on one of her long nails. But when she sees that Mina has actually stretched her hand out to shake, she promptly puts the plate down, retracts her nails, and shakes Mina's hand. And you shake. Okay. I like the imagery. Hiss, Mina holds a hand out to cover that, and you scoop in and, and grab it to shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that, too. <laughs> I, I sit down at the table. Welcome, Claire. Thank you for joining us. Of course. I can't help but notice that we're missing two members of your party. You can understand my apprehension to immediately walk them into this room. I think it would show some poor judgment on my behalf. You know, I wanted to suss out the scene first, but if we're all going to be amicable here, then I will give them the signal to come on in. As you say that, the clay from several wheels moves towards the center of the room and forms into a humanoid figure. It's roughly shaped like a sculpture of a, an older woman, but entirely made of clay. And you hear a voice say, I promise that everything here will be on the up and up. Thank you, clay lady. Claire <laughs> says kind of enviously. She kind of sees this clay figure as timeless. And so in her pursuit of eternal youth, this is like the end all be all. She is, <laughs> she is mesmerized. Only I were a statue. Yeah, pretty much. Please call me Momo. Momo. Hmm. Momo, when this is all over, we should talk about a product line. I see billions with a B in your future oh i like the sound of that i'm always happy to look into new business ventures oh. Oh, best friend found <laughs> literally a shudder of excitement goes down claire's back she's so happy this is her out this is what she wants me to do mina this, sighs and rolls this day is really turning around yeah <laughs> claire can we can we please focus yes on yes of course and momo her clay head rotates 180 degrees to face the other direction and looks at mina and she's like right of course yes we should probably Stick to the task at hand. That's fine. That's fine. We can speak later, dear. Yes, absolutely. And I hand her my card. It is absorbed into the clay. Perfect. I, I send the sploot. I'm like, they'll be here in a moment. And I sploot Duncan like, wits about, but come on in. And I assume Duncan and Max, you join. Do we? We got the, we got the sploot. All right. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's what you talked yeah, I about. Guess I guess I get this. I get this blute. Max doesn't. No, yeah, don't get this. No, I don't. I look at Max and I wiggle my fake nose and mustache and nod, and the two of us shuffle up to the door under our one shared umbrella. <laughs> yes. You step inside and see this scene. Claire at one of the empty benches, two empty seats on either side of her, and across the aisle, past a vaguely approximated sculpture of an older woman made of clay, Mina, the recorder, and the head librarian. I walk up to one of the seats and then dramatically take off my disguise. I'm here. Quinn has that received. Uh, the... it's, it's, met, it's met with with no reaction whatsoever. <laughs> Oh my god, my disguise is too good. They still don't know. I 
will stay standing. Who else would it possibly be? (laughs) Oh, well, (laughs) funny story, actually. There's multiple of me now, so look out. Yes. And I sit down. Hence the summit. Yes, that's why we're here to discuss. Oh. Thank you. I mean, they seem pretty harmless. It would have been extremely evident if you had sent the other one, though. One of them seems pretty harmful, but the other one seems fine. By the way, yesterday went, we might be neck deep in Duncan's by the end of this day. Any coffee here? (laughs) I guess, dear. I I have a, a fresh pot brewing right now. Excellent. Nothing livens up a negotiation like a fresh cup of joe, I always say. As I frequently host negotiations here. <laughs> yes, this is known as the place where all major yeah. summits have occurred. Yeah, the these... signing of the, oh God, I'm trying to think of what like the Paris Accords version of some for somewhere in. The consecration of the bank. The governance war. The governance war. <laughs> these hallowed halls. Oh my God. I, I sip a coffee with reverence to the history. Yes. These beans have seen some deals. Mm-hmm. So, Claire, Claremont, Duncan, and Max. Oliver, Dunk, Duncan, Duncan. I mean, Claire got it. Claire, Claremont, Duncan, Oliver. Thank you. And Max. I appreciate you meeting us here today. You're mm-hmm. welcome. You took something very valuable from City Hall. Valuable oh, the pen? from City Hall, but I- not of City Hall. Somewhere residents have their choice of how they choose to pay taxes. Time is one option. That's been an option this whole time? Yes. Make a mental note to discuss this with Sebastian. Many people prefer to pay in time, and it is, as many taxes, very important for civic service. Yes, Mm -hmm. so is good governance of those taxes. I absolutely know everything about paying taxes. Max, don't worry. I Of the three of us here, I pay the least taxes, I assure you. So, of any kind. Are you sure I am positive. That? I actually tax. get money back. I have very, very good lawyers. Yes, we're looking into that. Keep good look- luck with that. Keep looking. Keep looking, please. They would love that. They would love nothing more than more billable hours. It's an accounting anomaly that we still have not yet accounted for. It's vexing even our most prized economists. Uh, yes, we're, we're, we're all aware in our various levels of participation and how that system works. Mina, what is your point? <laughs> My point is, without the time reserve, we have no defense against the ruinous utter destruction of yore. Whenever it arrives, somewhere, as we know it, we'll be doomed. So I ask, is that what you want? So is your plan just to, like, feed Rudy spare time? I suppose you could describe it like that. He's very hungry. What what happens when you run out? We'll raise taxes. Hmm. Forever? And you think there's just a inexhaustible supply of time? That situation I'm positing? Hypothetically, it's happening right now. It's not a perfect solution. Obvious. I'd say but it's it not is a better solution, than... it's a band-aid. A stopgap. Uh-huh. It's certainly better than Rudy arriving now. Sure. Or imminently, as our best accounts indicate. And she looks left and right to the head librarian and the recorder. Now, I, I will say, as the person that's tightest with Rudy, that I surprisingly agree with you that I don't think the best outcome is for Rudy to appear here. That's a new development for me. Still working out my feelings on that one. But I'm with you there. 
I think Duncan has a point here, though. We all, we all agree. No Rudy right now. No, thank you. What we don't seem to agree on is how do we avoid that from happening? Because as Duncan noted, time is not a limitless supply. And I think we are coming up on the end of this stopgap working. So, God, I hope you have other ideas. <laughs> That's what I was hoping to discuss, because from our understanding, your methods haven't really achieved great results either. And she looks pointedly at Max. Um, Hundreds? Thousands? It's hard for us to say, but certainly you know, don't you? Of course, Max is an expert in all of this. Maybe. <laughs> what? I don't know, man, time's relative. You ever think about that? <laughs> hey, have you ever, like, looked at a bird for, like, an hour? <laughs> oh, my God. Duncan is in disguise. Oh, my God. No, he got to you with the bird Got talk. in. Look, we need to sort this out because if I have to live in a Duncan world, I will, I will bring Rudy to bear on us all to save us. Look, I... Speaking of Duncan. Uh, yes. How many of these time... You say there's thousands, so you obviously have information on these other timelines. You have re you've we records. We know they exist. Records is a strong word. We know they exist. We've done our best to catalog them using various methods. The void, contact with extraplanar, entropic entities, interviews with the traveler, not very forthcoming. We know some, but not a lot. How many of those other timelines have this sort of crossover stuff? Like, we've seen dozens of Maxes. That's why we're here. No, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Momo holds up two clay hands and says, I think that's why we're all here. I give out a frustrated harumph as my clay pot collapses and I start over. <laughs> Careful with that, sweetheart. Sorry, sorry, just... That's my appendix. Getting a little oh, frustrated. What? Wait, uh -huh. what? Pardon? Yes, ma'am, I will be careful with your appendix. Well, if it's your appendix, you don't really need it. Need appendix? It. Left kneecap. Three what toes. What She's like pointing would you to like various. Your appendix B? <laughs> uh, whatever She's pointing you like. to various pots and things? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> now Claire is like, well, I should have come here before. This place <laughs> got really a hits. lot more interesting. Yes, I would be curious, too, to know if we're the first time that any of us have record of the crossover. Mina leans over to the head librarian. It's unclear if they're talking, but after a few moments, she leans back and the head librarian leans back. We don't have any records of multiple Duncans at the same <gasps> time. Uh? Sorry. What? Just make sure I have that right. I'm, I'm writing notes here, of course. No, no me's? There's the Traveler and the Echo. Uh-huh. Max, Max, Claire, Max, who's the Echo? Do we know who the Echo is? One second, one second, Mina. Conference. Claire. Who's the Echo? Claire, right, it's gotta be Claire. Well, maybe. We think I the know, Echo's maybe, maybe the Claire. Guy. Or the Alligator guy. Do you think it's the oh, It's Solar. Elodie. It's Elodie. Oh. You call her Elodie. Hey, butt out. I think it might be Elodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, oh, she's like, she's, yeah. Elodie, of course. Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> mm, yes. <laughs> yes, it's Elodie. You got it in one. Good job. 
So there's the Traveler and the Echo is the Echo of the Traveler. But and then, of course, the alligator, right? The alligator's in every... Right? Right? She leans over very briefly to the head librarian. <laughs> <laughs> and then over to the recorder. Our records on alligators are sparse. Uh, not a not a subject of significant inquiry, however. As oh, best as we can tell, there are usually alligators. Okay, good. As, a, good. as sort of a concept. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt Mina, but give us one second again. Quick conference. Hey, you two. Um, okay, yes. They said they had interviews with the traveler. If that's you, Max, do you remember talking to to the council no, before? I don't. I don't remember having a conversation with them before. You didn't have any conversations with them? No. Claire, you didn't like impersonate Max to try to tax dodge or something, right? No, 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 no. I have lawyers for that. Okay, great. Okay, so we're unsure about that. Okay. Okay. All right. Break. break. Carry on, Mina. It was not in this cycle, different cycles, different travelers. Excuse me, this is a private conversation. Mm, okay. Then maybe you should speak a little more quietly. Momo. <laughs> some de- some decorum, Momo's body please. dissolves and oh God. forms into a full room partition. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Go ahead, dearies. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's, there's more. There's Duncan. There's Deacon. There's Duncan. We got a Duncan. We got a Deacon. Why would there be more you? I mean, you're a special boy, but like... I don't know. Hey, hey, maybe we yeah. should ask City Cat. Let's find out what they think. Let's keep... Okay, we'll keep yeah, going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay one, two, three, break. break. What do you think about birds? No. I mean, no. multiple Duncans. <laughs> the wall dissolves. <laughs> Wait, back again. No, stop about the birds. Okay, break. Species of birds. <laughs> oh, God, you set the recorder off. Swallow, heron, crow, robin, finch, crush. Oh my gosh. Um, I think Claire. Chicken. Duck. Mina holds out another hand, Turkey. this time on the side of the recorder, and he stops talking. <laughs> nice. Okay. <sighs> okay what but, do we think but about what? M- multiple Duncans. So if this is a new occurrence, the, I'm sure you have the some The Duncan verse. She like glances towards the recorder and towards the head librarian, and both of them nod. We believe that the fabric that delineates our reality from different cycles is fraying. And somehow, Duncan is at the epicenter. <gasps> Me. Do we think there's other copies of other people or other? Have you seen other copies instances? of other people around? Because we see everything and we haven't. Okay. But I mean, Duncan. maybe not here exactly, but say there's multiple of these timelines, maybe things played out differently in a in a different timeline and some people are around or maybe there's other versions of events each cycle each timeline has a, a different series of events mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we can't see all of those certainly but we can see at least two duncans we think three mm-hmm. you can't see three duncans there's one that's particularly hard to get a fix on yeah that's it's got deep. all it leather in the door traveler <laughs> Oh no, Quinn. The three of you see the door knocked in and Deacon clad in black leather standing in the empty doorframe. Traveler, forgotten council. I knew you were working together. Recess begins now. (laughs) 